guys. Welcome to our podcast. This is going to be our first episode, and it's going to be a shit show. So, the name of our podcast is called... Barely Stable Creatures. And we are very barely stable, so we thought <laughs> that this was the perfect fit. I have Anna with me, and I, my name is Brittany. Cheers, Brittany. Cheers. So, you wanted me to surprise you today yes. with our first topic. Yes. Um, so, I love TikTok. We know this. I do as well. I love coming across, like, all good news. I hate watching the regular news because it's nothing but drama. So, I thought that we could start off today with some good news from this week. Awesome. I love it. Right? I tried to pick stories that I thought that we would both enjoy. Okay. Um, so, parts of the Great Barrier Reef have um, been showing the highest coral cover in 36 years. Wow. Right? That's really cool. Um, so, it's the northern and central Great Barrier Reef um, that have recorded the highest amounts of coral cover- coverage uh, since the Australia Institute of Marine Science began moder- monitoring it 36 years ago. Wow. So, that's like... That's big. It's huge. Even when you think of the ocean, what do they say? That we've only discovered, what, 10% or something I don't even like think that? it's 10%. That is wild to me. That's like, why mermaids are real. Mermaids are definitely real. <laughs> like, what is living under there? But the Marianas Trench, we have never been to the bottom of it, and that's supposed to be the deepest part of the ocean. Wow. So, it, like, completely unbe- unbelievable, but this is why we need to preserve what we have. I agree. Um, especially the coral reefs. Um, and staying on topic with the oceans, a million pounds of plastic has been cleared from the Great uh, Pacific Garbage Patch in the Dutch Milestone. Clap for that. Right? So, this one I actually, like, fell into a little bit of a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, he's literally a year older than us, named, I'm gonna butcher this name, Boyan Slat. Um, he's the founder and CEO of the Ocean Cleanup. Um, last year he announced that the Great Pacific Garbage Patch can now be cleaned. Um, after prototyping a cleaning system that proved successful. The second prototype, System O2, that has been nicknamed Jenny, um, has now collected 220,000 pounds of plastic over 45 extractions. That's amazing. And in that area, it covered about 1,900 square miles, which is comparable to the size of Rhode Island. So, big things. And he's working on System 3, which um, he's hoping to have uh, 10 times higher um, extraction and capture um, than System 2. That's great. So, I love that there's people our age that are so proactive of taking care of our planet. I love that like now we're focusing on clean water. Um, especially here, I know that the first time since the Civil War, the, ocean, the waterways in New York are cleaner than they have ever been. And that's why we're having sharks and dolphins coming back. Good point. So, and whales. Yeah. Love whales. You know that the ecosystem is doing well when those animals start coming back. Yes. You know? And it's just, I mean, the last couple of years has have just been amazing with all of the, the sea life that's been coming back. That's amazing. Even, like, I remember with the pandemic in, I think it was Italy, right? Yep. Where there was, like, fish... Mm-hmm. Like, swimming, like, they were back swimming in, like, the canals for the first time. Yep. It just comes to show you how how humans have destroyed our planet, in a way. Because nobody, our ge- past generations just didn't, yeah. they cared, but not enough to 
fix the problem. Yeah, I love our generation. Um, so you remember you were telling me about the spider that was in the shower? Yes. Okay, so a man in Utah has been accused of causing a wildfire by burning a spider. <laughs> um, this guy's name is Corey Allen Martin. Uh, he's 26. He told deputies that he spotted the spider while he was hiking in, in an area um, south of Salt Lake City near Springville. Um, they this don't, must have been a ginormous spider for he, him to, He like, didn't give any explanation as to why he decided to burn the spider. He was arrested for causing a wildfire. Um, That's insane. I, I don't like spiders, but, I mean, if it's outside, like, let it be. Yes, if it's outside, I will let it be, because that is their home, and we're I just want to know on their, ha- their home. I want to know what he used to burn the spider that it caused a wildfire. Maybe it was, like, hairspray. Oh, my God. I remember in high school, girls in the locker rooms used to take their perfume and lighters and make, like, the fucking torches. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, we're gonna head all the way over to the other side of the world. Um, there was a strange pink glow over Victoria, Australia, and it turned out to be a happy cannabis accident. So, a pharmaceutical company uh, confirmed that the lights were coming from its local medicinal cannabis facility where the blackout blinds were left open. Wait, say it what? So this cannabis company left their blackout blinds open, so all the heat lamps and the grow lights caused this huge pink glow over the sky in Victoria, Australia. And nobody knew what it was, and the pharmaceutical company was like, oh, my bad. To Australia, folks. (laughs) You just have it here. Um, So we're going (laughs) to come back over to the States. Um, Authorities are searching for a loose kangaroo spotted in Alabama. Alabama. Yep. Okay. They don't know where it came from. It's not from the local um, wildlife and exotic animal Just center. all the way here from Australia. Nobody fucking knows. <laughs> uh, they're working with um, this farm that has exotics, and they're working to try and find the owner because no one has claimed it. Maybe because somebody had it illegally? Yes. There was actually somebody um, who, who turned in an alligator, a five-foot alligator, on Long Island uh, this week. Um, its name was Zachary. <laughs> it was, I think, nine years old, and it just became too much. And I think they said that there's been 22 alligators turned into, um, yeah, the New York State Department wow. of Environment. Something like that. I don't know if that's the exact name of it. but And they're like, yeah, um, alligators are not cute and cuddly pets. No, and they, they kind of grow. Yeah. Did you know, though, alligators don't have opening power? They only have shutting power. So, like, you could walk up to it and just pinch it with your two fingers, and it won't be able to open a straw. That's why really? tape works, because they can't just uh, snap open. Because I've seen that on, like, Discovery Channel, where yeah. they're, like, trying to move alligators. They'll put, like, tape mm-hmm. over its mouth. So, two more. The firefighters removed a bear from a laundry room in a California home. <laughs> when they arrived, they found the bear relaxing in the laundry room, where it had apparently broken a water pipe and was enjoying a drink awesome i mean honestly it's probably hot like probably hot and it was thirsty and he found that little home and he was like yes yep and lastly we're gonna head over uh to spain where a goat was running loose in a spanish city and broke into a jewelry store (laughs) again don't know where this goat came from maybe another illegally owned pet (laughs) they actually had a pair of shepherds come um to tie the goat's leg to safely transport it they don't know how the goat got into the city. It's a mystery. I, that's, you know, 
That's what it is. It's a toss-up, man. I love these animal stories, though, and I think that They're I so funny. need to definitely find more of those. Yes, that would be a great topic. That We could do a whole episode on oh, yeah, animal stories. Easily. So I love that good news, Anna. That was great. Good way to start the podcast. Excellent. So, you don't know what I planned for today. I do not. I am being surprised. What do you know about your horoscope? <laughs> That's like, I'm a Capricorn, right? Yeah. I don't know much. You had no question as to why I asked you for your birth time and place. No, <laughs> and I then just you're just like, to her. and then you're just like, what's yours? <laughs> like it's a fucking normal question for me to ask. I wanted to know yours too. I thought that you were gonna turn that into like an about us thing. Nope. I had no clue that you're going for horoscopes. Let me just nope. put out a disclaimer. I am not one to believe in horoscopes. Um, How do you feel about that? About I this? I think I think I'm gonna change your mind. Okay. As per usual, with stuff that I believe and you do not, I yes. think I'm going to change your mind. Um, Challenge accepted, Anna. So the biggest thing for me is that nearly all the elements in the human body have come. They're they're from they're in us from through supernovas. There's trace elements of stardust in us. That's cool. So I very much believe in energy, and you know, there's a reason why, like ancient aliens, all of the ancient civilizations relied on the stars think about the pyramids they line up with fucking all certain constellations certain times of the year like how do they do that i yeah how did they do that and we're definitely not the only creatures in the universe how do they build the pyramids what the fuck aliens aliens so most of the elements in our bodies were formed in stars over the course of billions of years and over multiple star lifetimes okay so all these supernovas um, a lot of this can be traced back to the Big Bang. As and the supernova is a star. Yes. So it's also possible that some of our hydrogen, um, which makes up roughly 9.5% of our bodies, and lithium, which our bodies contain in very tiny trace amounts, originated from the Big Bang. So a lot of what we have in us is from outer space. And energy can't be destroyed. It can only be created. Yep. So, with that being said, I'm going to start with your natal chart okay and i'm gonna see how you feel this fits you sounds good i feel like this definitely fits you okay and she knows me pretty well we've been friends for 15 plus years you also have a lot of capricorn in your natal chart and it's kind of scary well i am capricorn that's what i'm what do you mean by that so we'll get into it okay so your natal chart includes not just your sun your sun sign which is capricorn the main signs that it revolves around are your sun sign, your moon sign, and your ascendant or rising sign. Those are like your three mains. Okay. Um, Because I've heard of those before. Yes. But I don't necessarily know what they mean. Your sun sign is in Capricorn because your birthday is January 1st. Yes. Um, So your sun determines your ego, identity, and role in life. Okay. It's how you, you present yourself and the role that you play in your life and everyone else's. It's the core of who you are. And it's the sign you're most likely to already know. You know that you're a Capricorn. You don't know anything else about your natal chart. Yes. So being that your son is in Capricorn, you're fundamentally responsible, serious, efficient, and rational. I try to be. You are. You don't always realize it, but you are. <laughs> so this can lead to a power-hungry ambitiousness. So you, you do have a tendency f- for workaholism and success. Very true. And you support... Um, for the dreams of those around you. Yes, I do. You're emotionally reserved. You need to learn to express your inner world and have fun. Yes. 
So now we're going to get into the houses. This is where your sign falls on the natal chart. So your sun sign is Capricorn and it's in your fourth house, which means that's the parent, which is the house of home and family. So it's in your fourth house, meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through your home and family. So you're always kind of trying to set yourself apart from everyone else. I think so. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yep. That's the thing. Like, I don't like to be like other people. You don't. I like being different. You don't. And that's why we get along. Yes. We both like being... Di- like, normal is boring, you know? Absolutely. We don't want to be like everybody else. Okay, so your ascendant is in Virgo. Um, so your ascendant is the mask that you present to people. You put on this mask to kind of hide yourself a little bit. Um, it can be seen in your personal style and how you come off to other people when you first meet. Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older, so you become, like we were talking about before, like just not caring anymore about what other people think. Yes. Alright, so because your ascendant is in Virgo, it means you come across as precise, diligent, peace-seeking, and organized. You're not fucking organized, though, I'm sorry. No, I am am disorganized in the most organized way. You definitely have ADHD. (laughs) Probably. You may seem a bit too attached to work. Yes. Details and the pursuit of perfection, which sometimes makes you seem a bit boring. That's true. I'm I am a perfectionist. So and I hate that about myself because I'm either. My mom has always told me I'm either. I, there's no gray area. No. I am black or white. Mm-hmm. So your ascendant is in your first house, which is your life. It's your house of self. That's like your most prominent house. Okay. So then we're going to go down to... I'm sorry if this is boring for everybody, but I find it interesting. I find it interesting. Now you find it interesting. (laughs) The thing is with horoscopes is I feel like you can apply every single horoscope to any part of you. Yeah, I mean, you take it with a grain of salt, but like your natal chart, none of it fucking resonates with me at all. Okay. So I Um, guess we'll see when we get to Anna's chart. Yeah. There's two that I'll get to that are... um, they're more generational, um, so they don't change as often. Okay. So your ascendant sign changes every two every two hours. So like, if it doesn't seem to resonate with you, then you probably have the time wrong. When when actually looking up your chart. Gotcha. All right. So your moon is also in Capricorn. So your moon sign rules your emotions, your moods, your feelings. This is likely the sign you most think of yourself as. Capricorn. Yep. Since it reflects your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable. I am. I love being alone. (laughs) Because your moon is in Capricorn, it means that your emotional self is somewhat repressed in the name of responsibility, seriousness, and rationality. You crave the guidance and comfort of a teacher or or parent. So your moon is in your fourth house, meaning you find security and safety through your home and family. I do. Alright, so I'm- those are your main three. So I'm gonna switch over to mine, and then we can kind of- go from there sounds good i don't know i feel like it definitely like for the most part it's pretty spot on for you i think so too so my chart so i am a libra my birthday is october 15th which is kind of it's like crazy we're almost a year apart but like not i know that sounded so fucking stupid but (laughs) you know what i mean yeah we're in the same we're in the same grade level but we're... Ten months apart. Ten months apart. Alright, so my son is in Libra. So again, the sun determines your ego, identity, and role in life. Uh, it's the core of who you are and is the sign you are most likely to already know. 
being that my son is in Libra, I'm fundamentally oriented towards fairness and justice. Yes. 1,000%. That is Anna to a T. You're always generous. Relativism allows you to see both sides of every situation, though this may sometimes come off as indecisive or insecure. You don't get tied down to a single view of things. You frequently question yourself and rethink your views. You're more impressionable than you appear. You do what you say and can get a lot done, typically well-dressed. Definitely not (laughs) well-dressed. I'm usually dressed like a bum. So my son is in my fifth house, which means I feel the need to distinguish myself from others through romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. So I definitely, like, strive to stand out a little bit and create my own... um, Yes, and you're you're very creative. You've always been like that, ever since I met you. Like, Anna was always, like... She, you were you always loved to draw. Yep. You were always like designing things and like putting patches on your backpack. Like that is that is so you. I love things. I like decorating things. Like mm-hmm. with things, I love color. Color is like my biggest like identifier. She, she loves bright colors. I love bright colors. I I do love like pastels too, and I've been getting into like that seventies palette. Yes. Love the seventies colors, and boho colors especially. Ooh, yes. So. Very like earthy tones tones, and definitely relaxing. Yeah, evergreen, Mm, like that clay orange too. Yes. All right. So my moon is in Cancer. This is where I find it really funny because you know I'm like all about the water. You know I love um, being on the water. Anything tropical. Cancer is a water sign. So my moon is in my first house. So get ready for this. Okay, here we go. Buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> All right, so again, the moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. It's the sign that you are most likely to think of yourself as since it reflects your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable. So it says your emotional self is sensitive, thoughtful, and empathetic. You have a tendency to feel like a martyr and secretly fear being abandoned by those you love. <laughs> you often have trouble letting things go and feel like an emotional wreck. That's Anna to a T, y'all. Whoops. <laughs> Uh, so being that it's in my first house, I find security and safety through self and self-image. And because, again, it's in the first house, cancer is hyper-present in my personality. I think so. I think that probably takes over. It takes over some of the Libra. Yes. It definitely does. Which is so crazy because, like, Libra, like, anything you read, you're like, oh, that's Anna. And then you, like, read cancer for, like, my personality. You're like, oh, shit. That's more Anna. <laughs> and then my rising sign, or my ascendant sign, is in Gemini. Oh, Gemini. <laughs> I know. I have, like, it, my chart is a fucking mess. Geminis and Leos. Leos aren't as... I do get along with Leos, though, because you have an air and a fire sign, so they de- they feed okay, off of each yeah. other. So your ascendant is your mask. It's the one that you present to people. It can be seen in your personal style and how often you come... I can't even read. And how you come off to people when you first meet. Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older. It changes every two hours, so if it doesn't make sense, reconfirm your birth time. Being that my ascendant is Gemini, I come across as quick-witted, chatty, eclectic, and fun. Though somewhat inconsistent in conversation, I seem probing and curious. That's you. And my ascendant is also in my first house. So Cancer and Gemini are kind of like my ruling signs, even though my sun sign is Libra. Gotcha. Okay. Right? Alright, so what are your thoughts now that we kind of like... I mean, everything you said, I agree with. It's just in the past when I would look at... I guess like just checking on Google and stuff and looking at horoscopes. (laughs) Yahoo Answers! Yahoo Answers. (laughs) Like, I was kind of like, this could apply to everybody, but now that you break it down, like, when I didn't know about 
moon signs and yep. like houses. I was like, okay, this kind of makes a little bit more sense. I can't say I'm a hundred percent sold, but it definitely opened my mind to it. It I feel like because again, energy cannot be destroyed, it can only be created, and because even when you came over, you're like, oh, there must be a full moon tonight. We are ruled by the stars yes. and the moon. I agree. And even, like, the tides are mm-hmm. ruled by the moon. And and I do notice when there's a full moon, people are acting weird. Yep. It's all that energy. But yeah. I, I know I'm very empathetic. I know, like, the second that I walk into a room, I don't know if it's my anxiety. I don't know what it is. But I can read the energy of people. And if you're not being, like, 100% with me... And you're just kind of, like, putting up this fake front. Like, I can I can call it out call immediately. It out. Yeah, and that's a great trait to have. I love it. And I can't tell you how many times, like, I don't trust that person. And, you know, two weeks later, you're it's right. like... It's like, you, you just kind of know. Yep. But because I'm very empathetic, I also... Give people chances. Yes. But I can also feed off of other people's energy, too. So I can, you know, if you're sad, like, I feel sad that you're sad. And, like, I want part of me like wants to help and wants to mm-hmm. figure out like how I can make that better. Yeah. Cuz I am a people pleaser. We love that. We love being people pleasers. It's a tough life, but, but I mean, as I've gotten older, I definitely have Yeah, you learn that a lot of problems that other people go through has absolutely nothing to do with you, and it's more of what they're dealing with within themselves. Yeah. And there's only so much you can do. There's also like at the cost of also protecting yourself. Right. And there's only certain people now that I will go out on a limb for and yes. I will help protect them and you know, if you're in my circle, like you are family. Like that's that's how it's always been. Um just be a hundred percent with me and like I'm there. Like I whatever you need, like let me know, yeah. I am there. because um, yes. I I, I usually always been such a reliable person. We love that. Since I've since I've known her, we've we've stuck together through some some tough shit. We have, even though I'm like both of us are space cadets today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true though. I mean, 15 years is no small feat. No, not at all. So I feel like we definitely have accomplished a lot and grown, grown a lot. We've grown a lot. Like we weren't the same people as when we met, but I'm glad that we grew together. In a way, yeah. No, I, I, I that know what our you mean. personalities and our friendship, like it still vibes. Yep. So we're very opposite, which is so funny, but we're it also is. very similar in like in very certain ways. Yep. Which it just works, and even like yeah. you coming over here, like it's like your home. I go to your house. Your family's like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Same with your family. Like beers just, in the fridge. We've just known each other <laughs> for such a long time that. It's, it's, like, second nature. Oh, yeah. It's so funny, too, when your mom, like, brings stuff up. I'm like, how do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> it's crazy that it's been that long. But I'm I, I'm excited to start this journey and be able to create with you on more of an intellectual level, if yes. that makes sense. I think that we're going to learn more about each other that we, like, I think we, we probably think, like, oh, we know each other. But I think through this podcast, we're going to find out certain things about each other that we didn't necessarily know. Yeah, I think that um, this was a good start because kind of dives a little bit into our personalities. I'm definitely more into, like, the witchy stuff than you are. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it, like I said, a lot of it's it's just not proven. It's just not, you know, you take it with a grain of salt, but when mm-hmm. it makes sense, you're like, oh, that's, there's something it's not there. not far off from the truth, yeah. Yeah. I love, like, even there's uh, TikTokers that they read the natal chart for, like, the United States. It's crazy. Like, There's natal charts for the United States? It's an estimate, but when 
around when the Declaration of Independence was signed. Mm-hmm. Crazy shit. Wow. Absolutely crazy. I know I keep saying this, and we've been texting and just saying how excited we are to actually be able to sit down together and just create something yeah, com- and completely like, our like own. Yeah, and like said, like, we just want to have fun. We don't Girls care if there's... just want to have fun. Um, we don't care if there's one viewer, if there's five viewers, if there's 500 viewers. Like, we're just doing this to be creative, and I think it's nice that we decided to do it on a Friday night to yeah. kind of wind down for the week. It's very... It's very cathartic. It's very relaxing to be able to just sit and, like, just chat. Yeah. Especially... With somebody you're comfortable with. Yeah. I mean, I've been up all day. She's been up all day. She's been working around the <laughs> clock, y'all. Manual Should we explain our jobs and what we Yeah, do? we can. Okay, you go first. You want me to go first? Yes. So I, right now, am a utility flagger, so I get to stand out in the road with a stop and slow sign and help direct traffic to help keep the linemen that I work with uh, safe from crazy drivers. Um, today, I actually went in at 3 a.m. because they did an outage. I've <laughs> been up since, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, worked from 3 to 11 this morning, came home, I napped for, like, four hours. That's good. So you got a decent nap there. I man. did. I definitely, like, from the sun this morning, I definitely feel feel the burn a little bit, but I also worked yesterday, so standing on the pavement, no shade, in 90 degree heat with the sun just beating down on my hard hat. Do you bring, a, like, a cooling towel or anything like that Dude, to stay I drank warm? a fucking gallon. Alright, so I'm gonna talk about my career. I am a physical therapist assistant. I've had my degree for about four and a half years. I pretty much got started with physical therapy because I went to physical therapy a lot when I was in high school due to a back injury. Go ahead, tell them, tell them what happened. I broke my back <laughs> in the simplest terms because... Brittany not only broke her back, she ignored the pain for how many months? Almost a year? Probably like six months I was yeah. pretending like I, I felt fine. Brittany's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. I, all I Because like, I was so excited. It was my first year on varsity gymnastics, ninth grade. All I wanted to do was compete, which was really a bummer because they had us competing on wrestling mats. And the equipment was so terrible that at the end of the day... Wrestling mats are not that's thick what, enough. That's what really injured my back. So I was going to practice every single day, you know, six days a week for three, four hours at a with time. literally a broken back. With a broken back. And I competed through the whole season. I mean, my parents kind of knew that my back was injured. It was the last straw on the day of... I think it was nationals I went to competition and you could like see the video of me competing and after every skill I landed I would hold my back because I was in so much pain the next day well more than the next day I think it was three days straight I literally could not get out of bed I remember you being in a back brace too before your surgery I was in a back brace I went to physical therapy I had something called a malunion fracture which means after a year the fracture didn't heal so I went and had a pretty invasive surgery. You had rods put in, right? I had two rods and two screws put in, and my doctor was like, oh, by the way, the other side of your L5, the pedicle region, was fractured, so I remember fix that too. I remember you texting me after the surgery, and, you're, and you, I think you sent me a picture of the x-ray, you're like, another fracture. They fixed it. I am forever grateful for my doctor, Dr. Carrion. I love you. <laughs> you literally saved my life. Um, I went to PT afterwards, and... What I remember most was the therapists were having so much fun with the patients. They were watching TV, and I was like, 
you know, I kind of want a job where I can just, like, hang out and, and watch TV. <laughs> like, this sounds like a good job. So I decided to become a physical therapist assistant, and I've loved it ever since. Today was actually the last day of my first job as a PTA. I have closed a great chapter, and now I am moving on on Monday. I'm going to be working in home care and with neuropatients. So I'm very excited about that, and it's just funny how everything kind of falls into place for a reason. Like, yeah. There was a point in my life where I never thought I'd be able to walk again without pain. And now here I am hiking mountains. And yeah. I'm just, I'm so grateful. And it's funny how like similar, like our stories are with, because I also had surgery, I believe that the year prior to you having yours. Yeah. And I had um, surgery on I, your wrist. I had it on my wrist. I had what they called a uh, TFCC repair, which is basically the joint in, uh, in the hand, kind of the top of the wrist. And Brittany knows I was having pain on and off, and I actually am three months post-op for my second surgery. The night before, Brittany goes, what are you having done? Okay, I'm going to go watch the surgery on YouTube. <laughs> I got to know what my friend's getting surgery on. Should've, I should have been like, yo, can you make sick. a TikTok while I'm under? <laughs> <laughs> I like, because, so they did, I had local anesthesia done. They didn't do a paralyzer for me because it wasn't going to be long enough. Okay basically like a blackout drug like i don't remember anything the only perfect. thing that, <laughs> perfect i don't remember shit <laughs> the only thing that i remember is them starting to wheel me out of the pre-op area world and where the nurse's station was and that's it i thought everything is black Did they give you laughing gas i don't even know because i got laughing gas i have I no idea what they immediately gave it to me and i just thought everything was funny and then they said okay countdown from 100 and i got to 98 and i was out <laughs> I, I, my first surgery, that's what they did. I think because I was younger, you too, young, they wanted yeah. to make sure that I was we out. We out the same. How old were you? Because I 13? was... I was 14? Yeah. Fifth, oh, I was 15. Yeah. I was 15. Sorry. Finn is, like... Finn's my dog. He's, he's getting, getting all... over here. He's getting all hyper. I think we might take a quick break, and I might take care of him for a second. All right, guys. We are back after a short intermission of letting the doggo upstairs and grabbing another beer. Cheers. Cheers. So the, the blackout drug... So they put it yes. in my IV. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Right. Because they were going to do a nerve block in my shoulder, so they didn't want me to, like, freak out when they trigger warning for needles, put the needle in my shoulder to block the entire nerve from my shoulder down to my arm. Yeah. So apparently coming out of it, when I went to get the splint off, the doctor's like, oh yeah, so I told you. He goes, I don't think you remember. And I was like, dude, you could have fucking told me, like, the nuclear codes and I would not know <laughs> <laughs> fucking anything. My ortho that did my surgery... He was on the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. He was the expert expert witness, I think that's what it's called, for the injury that Johnny had gotten to his finger. That's unreal. I will definitely send you the link if I didn't do that already. You did not, and I want to read that. Because I am intrigued. And I didn't know, because I had my surgery May 10th, and I think he was there either the 24th or the he, 26th. He, like, went to the trial? He was in Virginia. That's insane. So I don't know how they do, like, I don't know how they pull these, like, witnesses and everything, because, uh -huh. like, law is not my forte. But it was just so funny that, like, I went to PT for the first time, and the um the guy that i was working with was like oh so you saw you saw the famous dr gilbert and i was like haha yeah i had no idea what he was talking about he goes did you watch the johnny depp and amber heard trial and i was like i mean a little bit i said i watched the end of it i said because mm -hmm. i really just couldn't sit through i just watched like the highlights of it i just saw whatever i saw on facebook and like what the verdict was and everything yeah. like that but i never um, got too into it yeah i didn't until up until the end of it i didn't really get into it yeah um 
But he's like, she no, was a like crazy he. Bitch, by the way. Oh yeah, absolutely. But he's like, yeah, he was. He went to Virginia. He was in the courtroom, and he testified that the thing that the um, injury that was sustained to his finger, whatever Amber Heard was saying, however he got it, was not true, and he explained how the injury had happened, which lined up with Johnny's story. Wow. So. It was pretty and you cool. Have a famous surgeon. I have a famous surgeon, and he was the first surgeon to not gaslight me into thinking that I was just crazy. So yeah, I've had I've had doctors that did that to me. That's like that's the thing. Like we both definitely like we love helping people yes. any way that we can, and I'm hoping that this can even provide just a little bit of escape for somebody. Yeah, because I know when I listen to certain podcasts, that's my escape. So I hope that people listen to this and they can think the same thing. Or they'll just think that we're stupid. Or because... we're stupid, or they'll shut it off. But, <laughs> you know, we don't care. We're just doing this for fun. Like I said, I think that being able to collaborate creatively, because we both have different creative styles, uh-huh. will definitely be cool. And we def- even now, we've been splitting up all of the work pretty yeah. much 50-50. Yeah, so. like the next episode, I'll, I'll surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? What else do I got? I don't know. I'm I'm really enjoying this this Kona right now. Um, it's hitting the spot. It's definitely, especially after today, it's hitting the spot. Yeah. So she's drinking a Kona. I am drinking a go ahead Narragansett. There you go. Lager. Mm-hmm. However you say that, but fun fact: anytime Brittany and I go out, she looks at me and she goes, "What beer do I like?" She can never remember what she likes, so I always have no, to. I don't drink very often, but and it's mostly because I get sick. From it. Yeah. And whoever told me beer before liquor, never sicker, liquor before beer, you're in the clear, fucking lied to me. <laughs> because no matter what I mix, I'm getting sick. Well, the last time I went out, my friend's friend was bartending. I think I, I don't know if I told you about I this. I don't think so. Oh, no. Free drinks. I asked her for a whiskey sour because that's like my favorite she mixed drink. So strong. This girl gave me an entire fucking cup of whiskey and like a, a splash of sour. of sour mix. And I was sipping on it and that like I had one drink. And that, Done. oh my god, so sick. Yeah, like, I've gotten to the point where I've thrown up before I've actually even felt, like, drunk. Yeah. You know? Yep. I never, never drink Fireball. Oh, Fireball. <laughs> I threw up on my friend's lawn after I drank Fireball on Halloween night. Oh my like, god. I can't even smell Fireball without wanting to gag. I can't even smell liquor without wanting to gag. I hate liquor. I don't know if anybody actually likes liquor, I think that people I think they just trick themselves into are liking tricking it. themselves into it because it tastes like fucking rubbing alcohol. Uh, it depends though because like I could make you, which maybe we'll maybe we'll do that next week. Um, I do lemonade with honey jack in it. Okay, you can stay over. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, well, I might need to. My tolerance to alcohol. There's plenty is of bathrooms so in the house. Like, like Anna you'll... came over. How many weeks ago? Two, three two, weeks ago. I think two weeks. We ago. We drank a lot though. We each had six beers. We I had six beers and that is like. That's a lot. Unreal for me. I'm really shocked that I did not throw up, but I'm not going to lie. When I closed my eyes at night, the room was spinning. I have to say, though- Did you feel the same way? No. Oh, God. I do remember having a very drunken conversation with your father, though. Yes. I don't even know if he could tell that I was drunk or not, because I can never tell if he can tell, like- No. I don't think he know, because you can keep yourself very well put together. Yeah. They had a great conversation. Conversation. Con- conversation. Especially since they come from, and I don't want to bring like you know. Yeah, politics. I, we won't. I think the one thing that like we don't want to do is bring politics into this unless it's something major that happens. Something that's ethical that we want to talk about. Yeah. It made me so happy that they were able able to have such an educated 
Brittany's like, I don't know what's going I don't know on. What's going on because my dad knows his politics. Brittany Anna goes, how do you, her politics. you were like, how do you know all of this? I, I don't know how you know all of this, but they were able to have such an educated, civil conversation. But when it comes down to it, like, we definitely, which is the case for most of us, we are on the same page as far as- There's a common ground. As far as social issues. Just be a good person. Don't fuck, don't be an asshole. Like, don't treat everyone with the same respect- doesn't and matter how much money you have. Nope. I don't- you could be the richest person in the world or the poorest person in the world. Your personality and the way you treat other people will always yep. matter more than anything else. 100% agree. Because, like the saying, when you're on a date, see how they treat the waitstaff. Yes, and I've learned so much from Tinder dates that how they treat their waitress and also how they treat their mom. Yeah. That's a I've definitely been on thing. dates where, like, they're- energy changes pretty drastically when talking to the wait to the yes. wait staff and being that we both worked in retail i don't put up with that no i hated when people would talk to me like i was less than them they're because there to do a job and they and let are them some of the hardest absolutely people in america right now. i never worked harder than when i worked me neither retail. i always say that i i make so much more money now not that it matters but i always tell people that i have never worked as hard as i did than i was when i was working retail that's yeah. a hard job physically it's a hard job mentally, mentally emotionally people tear you to shreds yep uh, there was a couple of times like i went into the stock room i was, just, I was just crying cry. no yep. i was crying yep. and my managers were like all right like go take a breath and it's so funny because, like, I can pull myself together in two seconds and I'd walk out. Wipes tears, walks out of the well, stock room. Well, and they'd be like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, what yeah, are you talking about? Shook it off, you know, just a minor, minor mishap. Yeah. And, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull Youth Pastor Ryan from TikTok. I don't speak for the brand of the company. I used to work for the Disney store. So a lot of that, like, I loved working with the little kids. I loved when they would yeah. come in and they knew exactly what they wanted. They wanted to talk about their favorite movie, their favorite character. Um, when that store closed, I kind of, like, said to myself, like, I don't want to be in retail anymore because the Ohana that I made while I was there, the family that I made while I was there. It won't get better than that. It won't ever get better than that. And the way that, like, the core staff and management, like, treated each other, it would never be better than that because I can't tell you how many managers were just like, all right, suck it up. But to have a manager, like talk to you like a person and not just like you're an associate and really care about you yeah. as a person yep. is i even say this about like starbucks like have you ever met a starbucks employee that was rude or mean no just space cadetti yeah like <laughs> starbucks employees i don't know if they're like trained to be overly nice but they always make you feel very special but it's about how the company treats them too yes because and Dis they get treated very well disney treated us very well up until they gave us a two-week notice that they were closing the store Shout out to Angelina, because I know you're going to listen. <laughs> hey, Angelina. You know, the love that I have for the ones that cared for me, it'll, like, it's unmatched. Mm -hmm. And I feel the same way about, like, the coworkers that I made and the friends. Like, you know my friend Caitlin that I visit up in the Adirondacks? Yep. Like, she is my friend for life, and if I didn't have that job, I would have never met her, yep. and... I've met so many other people that I still keep in contact with, like, to this day, and yep. that's the bond that you have in retail. That's, yeah. Like, you're all and in I, a shitty kind of situation, but you're in it together. I, I worked all over that outlet mall. And you did. Disney was definitely, like, that was my home. Yeah. Um, I would visit on my day off. Like, mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, just popping in. Yep. Like, what's up, guys? Yeah. I had no business being there. 
I did venture into Marvel and Star Wars, and I think maybe we'll do, later on we'll do a miniseries and we'll do, like, movie reviews, because I want Brittany to get into Marvel and Star okay. Wars. Because I've seen one Marvel, was it Captain America? Yeah. That's the first, like, one in the, in chronological or- yep. order. And I really did enjoy that movie. Like, there wasn't a point in that movie where I was like, eh, I want to shut it off. I was yeah. like, I was in it. Which, I'm, you like action movies, which yeah, I'm surprised that, like, movies. you never got into it. True. Because I love action movies. I don't really, everybody who knows me knows that if you've asked me if I've seen a movie, I probably haven't. Brittany Kent doesn't have the attention span to sit through movies. But, like, if somebody sits with her and, like, explains stuff to her, she will sit and watch it. Yes. So. Like, it has to be a very good movie. And Captain America was one of them. Like, yeah. I really enjoyed that I was that so movie. surprised that you were like, I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> Like, I enjoy... I mean, Chris Evans is, Oh, my God, he's so hot. And when he went through through that transformation... Mm. Imagine if you could do that in real life. Oh, my God. (laughs) Could I have a... I want a six-pack. Like, imagine if you could do that. That'd be sick. No, I think that I definitely want to get you into, like, to watching movies. Because there's, like, movies... And I get on Rachel for this, too. Because there's, like, certain movies, like, she hasn't seen. But then I see that I haven't seen a movie. And she's like, you get on me. Yeah. So, I think that that's definitely something that we can like, venture into. there was a into. random movie with my patient I was talking about the other day. Because we were talking, because there was somebody next door, and they were doing construction. Yeah. Like, and it sounded like they were in the walls. <laughs> so, we're, like, listening to the conversations, like, through the walls. And I was like, do you guys remember that movie where there was, like, little people living in a house, the borrowers? I don't think I ever saw that movie. Oh, my God. I was immediately thinking of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That one, too. But there's a <laughs> And then movie. my mind went to Stuart Little. <laughs> <laughs> and the meme keeps popping up of the parents where it's like, adopt uh, an orphan child. No, we're going to adopt the fucking rat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, if you ever get a chance, The Borrowers is a great movie. And it's like a, it's like a kid movie. I used okay. to watch it when I was a kid. But... Like, there would be a family, like, living I'm in a house. I'm surprised you had the attention span yeah, as a kid. I don't kid. know why. And they would realize that, like, a sock went missing in their dryer. And, like, these little people called the borrowers would, like, take the sock and, like, use it to make things out of... It's, like, all those creepypasta stories of, like, the yes. people living in, like, the attic and, like, living in yes. the basement. There was... Oh, why can't... I am not going to be able to remember the name of the book. But there was a mouse. Uh, mouse on the motorcycle. I don't, I don't remember it. I do not remember enough of it to... I didn't read books. Oh, see, I was the one in class that would get in trouble for reading books. Anna, whenever... She would be in the hall, walking, reading a fucking book. I mean, you know. She'd be... We'd be in social studies, like, studying for the regent's exam, and she'd be like, books. <laughs> I, like, did not have the attention span in high school. Like, no, uh, but you loved your books. Yeah. And you were always reading a But book. I was still paying attention, mostly. Yeah, like, I can still answer the question. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. I passed. Does it matter now? No. Nope. The only regents I didn't pass was Spanish. <laughs> I think I got a 64. Oh my god. I literally missed it by one point. You, we were very opposite. Yeah. Because she loved English and reading and, you know, creative writing. Yeah. I was... You were always science. I was more science and... Um, not math. Not math. I really hated math. I took... I forgot what it was called. It was like an intro to trig. It was like remedial trig. Oh, it so was... So I took two freaking They were the essentials trig. classes. Yeah, I took two years of trig. I took two years of algebra. I had to take essentials of algebra and then algebra because I needed that regents to graduate. Yep. And then I was in essentials of geometry and then essentials of trig. I guess for anybody listening who's not in New York, there's like these certain state tests that we were mandated to pass. In order to graduate. And I believe that the only two 
were in New York and California. Because mm-hmm. New York State, you need to have a Regents diploma to graduate. Yes. I remember for the Social Studies Regents, I had to write about Alexander someone. I don't remember. That could have been anybody, Brittany. But I wrote about somebody else that I thought was him. <laughs> and I realized later on that everybody was writing about a different person. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, completely confused him with the other guy. But since my information on the other guy was all right, yeah. I was able to get partial credit. But I remember like sitting in my room thinking like, oh my god, I failed the regents. I wrote about the wrong guy. They were <laughs> I, all kind of similar. Yeah, because you were in my, my global two class, right? Tenth grade. I believe that was ninth period. Global one, global two. Yeah. I remember um, earlier that like one day somebody threw a rock through the window do you remember that and it hit the the uh, assistant teacher in the head (laughs) i don't remember that but i remember the fight in the cafeteria where all we saw was the milk carton do you remember this yes slamming against the wall and then one of the teachers dove into the fight and like broke it up it was like because it was like two booths behind us yes the whole cafeteria was clapping because this teacher like he broke the fight up that was the little, the short, the shorter short teacher. Yep. Our social okay. studies teacher. It was the assistant. That, oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yep. He was the one who got hit in the head with the rock. Really? Yeah. Somebody <laughs> threw it into this the... poor guy. <laughs> been through so much. Somebody threw the, like, a rock through the second story window and it hit him in the head. Because I remember that was always the class where, like, we would open the window and other classes would try to talk to our class. Yeah. But somebody was in the courtyard and they threw a fucking rock through the window. An ass. <laughs> That was, that class was such a mess. Oh yeah, we had a bunch of winners in that class. That was, and that's why, um, come 12th grade, when we were, like, getting ready to do our schedules, I begged my guidance counselor, because my grades were good enough to get into the college English, I begged her to be in that class because I couldn't deal with some of the kids that were in the, the, uh, the regular classes. And she put me, she finally, she put me in there and I was like, thank God. But some of them were still in there. So it didn't really. I know because I remember my college 12 English class and I obviously won't say names, but there's people in that class that to this day, I have anger towards them. See, I don't have anger, but I'm just like, you're fucking stupid. Like, yeah, I still have anger. I hold on to anger. That's the thing. You do. I don't. And that's like, I You're could, able to kind of let go. Yeah. I could even, like, there's nobody that I hate enough to be like, I hate them. They'd be like, oh, I don't like them. Oh, yeah. you know, our energies don't match anymore, whatever. But, I'm the complete opposite. Like, I hold grudges. I remember everything that you've done to me. See, that I call you out on it. You're like, ah, eh, it doesn't really matter, though. <laughs> yeah. But if I saw them in public, mm. I would definitely give them a look. You would. I would. Just out of of spite, because I tend to be, and I don't like this about me. Yeah. I can be a very spiteful person. Yeah. But it's it's funny, though, because you, like, sometimes you're, like, all talk and, like... Yeah, and and just nothing. (laughs) And you're like... But you're like me, where I'm like, fucking square up, let's go, who's gonna fight? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You think I'm gonna win in a fight? Absolutely not. (laughs) I I mean, I could. I know how to... when adrenaline's pumping. I I know how to... I know for a fact that I could kick somebody's ass. I know how to throw my body weight around. Yeah. That's, like, the biggest thing. Yeah, like, I'm tiny, but I'm strong. Like, I could kick somebody's ass. <laughs> no, high school was definitely, like, we'll get into that later yes, on. That's but that's gonna be was, a whole new episode. That was a trip and a yeah. half. I'm sure a lot of people, like, if anybody else is listening, that they can relate that high school was, for me, it was some of the worst years of my life. Yeah. Looking back, I don't know how I got through it. Um. I listened to music a lot. Yeah, I also, like, now that I look back, like, my, 
depression and anxiety were very prominent and not treated. (laughs) Not at all. Um, it definitely peaked, like, when I hit 20, which is, like, the average age where it, like, definitely peaks, but, like, I definitely had anxiety and depression. I can't believe I wasn't on, like, anxiety medication in, well, I I started. I kind of wonder how far ahead I'd be in life if I was actually on it in high school. we were just raw dogging it, like... (laughs) We had we were just running on spite at that point. Yes. Like, <laughs> Class reunions won't be there. Absolutely not. It won't show up. Don't want to see any fuckers. How many years ago now? Yeah. Almost ten. Shit. Yeah. 2013. Next year will be ten years. Yep. I don't like that. I ain't going to that reunion. You know what we have to dig up? The time capsule. The time capsules. We gotta do that. We have to do that soon. Evan, if you're listening, I'll mail you your shit. <laughs> yes, Evan. We need to mail you your shit. Because I'm very curious to see what we wrote. I don't remember. Year? Yeah. It's so funny, because, like, I, I am friends with, like, certain teachers on Facebook, and, like, I love seeing, like, their adult side, and being like, yes. we knew that this was, like, this yes. is how you were. And I love seeing the memes where it's like, now we're that age, and we always thought that they had it so well put together, when they probably, in fact, did not. When I think about, like, hi, Rachel, we're gonna bring, out, bring it up again, um, like, Rachel making tenure, and, like, being a teacher, I'm like, dude, I, like, could not... Like, thinking about it, most of our teachers were our age. Like, when we were in junior high and high school. Yeah. And we thought that they were, like, so adult, and they had everything (laughs) together. You know, they probably didn't. (laughs) They were definitely coming in. I could definitely name a few teachers that came into school hungover and, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so weird to think about that, though, because it's, like... It is, because now we're that age. I know. It's it's weird. It's very weird. It is very weird. The fact that I have to say that I'm 27... Dude, you're gonna be 28 in a couple of months. I still feel like I'm like that's the thing. It's like my mind. I still feel like I'm a I'm 18. Yeah. You know. I look back at pictures like with Brayden too, and I'm like, holy crap! Yeah. Like baby face. Yeah. I'm like for some reason I've had the same face since I was seven years old, which is really weird. I love your afro though. I had an afro, so that's the only thing that's changed. I look back no, you, at if you cut your hair short enough, you'll still have an afro. I would. That's the thing. Like I look back at pictures and I'm like, how the hell? Do I look the exact same? So you do and you don't. Like, I feel like I definitely look, like, very similar. When you were a kid, you you look similar. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. But there's some people where you look back when they're a kid and you're like, they don't look like that at all anymore. No. And I have to pull out, I have the senior yearbook upstairs when they did, like, uh, which baby is who. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to look at some of the pictures because you're like, what the hell? Like, some of them are just, like. Completely not what you would expect. Not at all. Alright, well, I think that we did, I think we, we have enough time. Yeah. And, that was a lot uh, of fun. It was. And it was definitely fun hanging out with you guys, whoever decides to listen to the shit show yeah, that's if happening. if you made it this far, congratulations. You, congratulations. You get a gold star. You deserve a gold star, a trophy, a everything. good noodle All award. brownie points, good noodle <laughs> award. Um, I think we're going to be posting on Wednesdays. Uh, yes. So every Wednesday, keep an eye out. We are on social media. I'm going to link our um, Instagram handles and the Instagram handle for um, the show in the show notes. Um, so definitely check those out. Give us a follow. Shoot us a message. Um, yeah, if you give guys, us ideas. Yeah. Give us ideas. I mean, I don't know who the fuck's going to listen, but... Yeah, like, we're very open, as you guys can probably have already seen. We're open to ideas and suggestions, and we just want to have fun at the end of the day. Yeah, I think that 
you know, I think that this is going to be a fun adventure. I'm excited to see where it takes us, if it takes us anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, I it's been a lot of work so far, but mm-hmm. I definitely have enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the learning curve. Yeah, um, the researching and... And just even like just recording this episode was yep. was a lot of fun. And even down to like any technical issues, you know. So it's always something stupid, but yeah, it might take us an hour to figure it out. It's but, fine, but we do figure. We it out. We will figure it out, and you know, it's it's just us working on this. So definitely give it a chance. I think that the learning curve, as far as mixing and mastering, will be interesting. But yeah, it's going to be a bit of a learning curve for us, but I know that we're both motivated and we will, you know, as we go on, we'll make it better and we're going to work on it and hopefully maybe if anybody's interested, we'll eventually have a, a video set up. Um, again, another learning curve, but I think that yeah. it would definitely be interesting. Um, there's a fly down here. <laughs> um, I think that it would definitely be interesting to see. Um, we're both very self-conscious, so that's going to be a that's gonna be hard. I look like I roll around in a bucket of oil, so. <laughs> or at least that's how I feel. Alright guys, so thank you for hanging out. We hope you have a good rest of your day, night, whatever time it is, and we'll check you out next week. Alright, we'll this see you soon. This uh, Barely Stable Creatures. We're out. We're out. <laughs>